friends what is up another thursday another pod episode you know what the deal is anyways i just want to start this out by saying i'm so fucking excited that it's finally october because october november and december is the best lineup of months ever i mean seriously besides summer but like these top that for sure the holidays are everything halloween thanksgiving christmas i'm just so pumped and i know it's gonna go by so fast and before i know it it's gonna be 2022 and then i'm gonna be 23 years old and i'm getting really old and i don't want to think about that but i do want to think about christmas lights and ice skating and halloween costumes and family and all of that fun bullshit so I am just super, super pumped if you cannot tell about the holidays, and you should be too because they are, after all, the best time of the year, and I will say that until I die. Um, I also wanted to say, because I saw it on the news this morning, and at first I was like, there's no fucking way this is true, like, I just, I was in complete and utter disbelief when I tell you that, I mean it, um, they apparently have ID'd the Zodiac Killer, and that was reported by multiple verifiable news outlets, and that's a pretty big fucking deal. I didn't think that case, or cases, shall I say, would have ever been solved. I thought it was going to be like a John Bonet thing, and we would just never fucking know what happened, but whoa. I mean whoa i am a total crime junkie and you guys don't know that because i haven't done an episode on that and i'm waiting to do it with my brother because he's also really into true crime particularly the mafia but we'll get into that when he comes on the pod um so yeah i really haven't talked about it much but that's like my sole podcast listening is crime true crime morbid crime junkie all of that shit Um, I'm obsessed. I honestly can't sleep at night without the terror of podcasts, um, criminal podcasts. So I'm obsessed. And if you're obsessed like me, you're just a curious person, you're going to be interested to know that, yeah, they have apparently found the son of a bitch. So unfortunately, he died two years ago or three. I don't know. I don't know math, as we all know. Uh, It was in 2018. Um, Pretty fucking wild. I highly urge you to look it up on Google or anything because it really wasn't that publicized. Like, I saw a notification of it on Facebook and then I Googled it and saw that it was everywhere. But I mean, a lot of people weren't talking about it. So, I think that should be talked about more. That's a pretty huge deal, considering he's, like, the most notorious American serial killer, but I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on that. Anyways, today's episode is something that I have struggled with, and I'm sure many of you have, and if you haven't, consider yourself a lucky bitch, because... Some people have some serious roommate horror nightmare stories, and I unfortunately fall under that category of people, which is very upsetting. Um, I initially thought that having a roommate would be so easy and smooth sailing for the most part. I had this really idealistic view, particularly when I was going into college because that was the first time I was ever going to have like another person as my roommate that wasn't my family. I have actually, or I used to, I used to share a room with my sister from, I don't know, since basically we were born until um, I think probably end of middle school and then I finally um switched to my old brother's room and took that shit over so then we split up 
But yeah, when I was going off to college, I had a very idealistic view of what my roommate situation was going to be, um, that we were going to get ready together, we were going to go to events together, um, we were going to be both respectfully clean and understandable of each other's boundaries, communicate clearly, um, but the reality is dirty dishes in the sink, full garbage bins, just total lack of regard. Now, that hasn't always been true. I have had good roommate situations, but unfortunately, a large part of them has been fairly poor. Um, so yeah, roommates, I don't know, can typically be a living nightmare or it can be pretty great. And I feel like there's no really in between unless you're a dude. I feel like dudes just don't care because if they don't like each other, they won't talk and they just go about their days and it's totally fine. But I don't know, for girls, it's a little bit difficult. I will say though, and I'll say this until I get to my grave, you never truly know someone until you live with them. And that's even if you think you've known, you know them very well, even if you've known them your whole life, even if you're best friends, particularly if you're best friends, or, you know, if you're in a relationship together, you do not know someone until you live with them, okay? Sharing space with another person forces your true colors to come out and their true colors to come out whether it's how they wake up whether they're dirty like complete slobs or really clean or maybe too clean like anally clean um what their pet peeves are you're you maybe always be bumping into each other maybe you hate their significant other whatever some things you can totally handle and it's not a big deal and then some things you have to compromise on because you just have to and others not so much others you just absolutely hate it and you want to move out as soon as possible and break your lease so yeah like i said i shared a room with my sister for most of my childhood so i thought i would be a total pro at this like no problem my sister was a tough cookie we were always stealing each other clothes we did not get along well at all when we were little so i was like i can get through anything even if it's bad like it's it'll be fine totally fine so um that that i proved myself very wrong let's just say that now i've kind of alluded to this already but i'll say it again if you can do not live with close friends your freshman year of college okay it never seems to end well and typically the relationship inevitably falls apart or it's just not the same after you live together which is really sad because you know you were best friends prior to that and you probably would have been best friends after had you not lived with each other sad reality but true and it's mostly because you're forced to live in a jail cell sized room and shit just falls apart very quickly mostly with girls because girls are just like horrifically vicious however i want to preface this story by saying that it was a two-way street okay I have definitely been a bad roommate before and I've had bad roommates. So I'm not trying to be all high and mighty and be like, I'm this perfect, holy grail type of roommate because no, that's not true. I know like I'm sure I can't be easy to live with all the time and whatever. And I particularly wasn't when I was a freshman in college. Um, In fact, I could be kind of vicious myself, which is how I know that people can be vicious. But I just wanted to preface that by saying um my freshman dorm roommate was one of my best friends since elementary school so we 
we're starting off strong. In fact, it's so funny, and I was talking to one of my other really good friends about this the other day. So, me and my roommate, my best friend, um, we were going to see you, and then my other two best friends were going to see us you. And they didn't really know each other, like, they were both in our friend group, and I had introduced them to each other, but they weren't super close friends or anything, but when they found out they were both going to CSU, they were like, oh, like, why don't we just be roommates? That makes things simple, and I thought to myself, wow, that's gonna fall apart so quickly, like, they're gonna hate each other, and me and my friend that are living together are gonna be totally fine, um, wow boy boy oh boy was i wrong about that tables totally turned they ended up being such great roommates together and are still best friends and i am currently not friends at all (laughs) with my friend that i lived with so weird how that works um definitely shouldn't make assumptions (laughs) anyways she has always had this really bossy personality um just because you know she's a very what is that called like a type a personality very particular about things very particular about things and i knew that that might be a problem but i was thinking to myself i was like oh i probably won't be spending too much time in my dorm room anyways and you know we'll make other friends and it, it, it won't be that bad i was trying to convince myself of that i had so many people who were like isabel this is gonna be the worst decision ever um but clearly i don't listen to people's advice so um i don't know she just had a rough personality um and i'd been friends with her long enough to get around that so i just thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be fine um what i didn't know was that when we got there there was gonna be this level of clinginess that i really wasn't ready for and i've talked about clinginess before on this podcast and i know i talked about it in a romantic relationship sense but i'm really not well with clinginess in any sense like i don't like anyone clinging on to me for anything it makes me stressed out and I just really don't like it and she ended up being very clingy and I was sympathetic to this because we had just gone to college this huge college of you know 36,000 students and we were you know very little fish in a huge pond and just trying to find our way with each other and we were supposed to have each other we were supposed to have each other's backs um but I really struggled with her clinginess from the get-go that was really hard for me um it was really hard to get to know other people when i had another person kind of attached to my hip and that made things very difficult for me um but you know i get it you don't know anyone and you're just trying to figure it out so she would follow me places and to parties and it was just it was getting on my nerves and I was starting to get a little bit mean about it um but I eventually knew that I needed to set down boundaries so eventually we sat down and I had a conversation with her and I said I still want to be your friend like I do not want to lose this friendship but I also want to be friends with different people like outside of our friendship and I think you should do the same you know our whole time here shouldn't be spent all together and that deeply hurt her feelings and I wasn't very sympathetic to that I thought she would understand and you know I'm not a super like emotionally feely person so I just figured that it was gonna be okay and it just ended not being okay I just couldn't handle it and she could not handle me saying that to her it just was not received well whatsoever and basically she thought that I'm I just didn't want to be friends with her whatsoever and that is when her like meanness 
really, really came out. It resulted in a lot of petty arguments. Um, like at one point, and this was way further down the road when things had gotten really bad, um, she had met this other girl who she wanted to room with, and basically they were both trying to force me to move out of my own dorm room. Um, luckily, I'm not a doormat. I can stand my ground, and I'm not afraid to do it. Um, I can be very confrontational if pushed to that limit. So I was like, fuck no. Like, I'm not leaving the room. Like, if you want to go, you, you two can go find your own room. Like, I don't understand. So that was pretty wild. That was a gaslighting situation. Um, sometimes I would talk about her right in front of her. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah, I was not, I was not in the best headspace back then. <laughs> neither was she we were we were just horrible to each other and eventually it resulted in us completely just not speaking to each other at all which was super uncomfortable but eventually I got used to it like I hate to say it but I, I got used to it in fact I honestly didn't even notice her presence ever really at that point um and it it worked out for me so yeah that was fine um I don't know it was overall just an extremely uncomfortable environment and luckily she did eventually move move out and it was the best thing it was the best decision for the both of us it was still pretty awkward though because she only moved like across the hall so every now and then I would see her but I mean by that point I just treated her like she just was not there because she wasn't and I don't know. It just had gotten so bad that I was like, good fucking riddance. Anyways, um, I, like I said, I totally helped contribute to this negativity, so I am not innocent at all, but it was just a really negative situation, and overall, I really regret, I don't regret our friendship ending because I actually think that it's best that it did. Um, we just, we just didn't work together we did not mesh whatsoever um yeah I hated it so it's honestly good that it ended but I do regret you know living with someone in the first place it could have saved me a lot of anxiety and stress during an already very stressful time when I'm trying to adapt to my new environment in college so yeah um after that though I got really lucky I didn't have a roommate for like a whole month the next semester so I really had all this space to myself didn't have to worry about anything or anyone else I could have my boyfriend over no problem that was the other weird thing anytime I would bring my boyfriend over she had to be in the room like she would not leave she didn't she would give me maybe an hour of privacy but she always thought that I was doing something with her stuff. It's like, no, bitch, I have a lot of fucking stuff. Like, I have very nice stuff. I don't, I don't have any use for your, for your things, ma'am. Like, what? So, she would never give us privacy, and it was always super awkward, and, you know, I totally get it. It's annoying having your significant other, but she also was dating someone, and if she had had him over, I would have slept over at one of my various friends, friends' dorm rooms, but... I guess that's what happens when you don't have friends. Sorry, that was a mean comment. I'm still upset about this, if you can't even tell. Anyways, I'm going to try to avoid that. But then, after a month of not having a roommate, I was notified that I was getting a random roommate, which I was absolutely terrified over. And my friends were like, you should tell her something gross, like you collect toenails or something disgusting so that she won't want to live with you. And I was like, wow, guys, that's a, that's an idea. That's for sure an idea. But I just couldn't force myself to do that. And I knew I was going to get a roommate anyway. So I was just like, whatever, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deal with it and it's going to be fine. And, um, 
my random roommate moved in and she fucking rocked. I mean, I was so shook by it. I was so nervous. I was like, I'm probably going to hate this. It's just going to be another horrible, awkward situation. But no, she was great. And I 10 out of 10 recommend living with a random roommate your freshman year of college. Um, just to save yourself some anxiety and pain. Um, we weren't best friends or anything. Like we didn't really hang outside of my dorm. Um, but we just connected really well. We talked a lot. Um, and it was just really, she was so cool. She was so cool about it. My boyfriend really liked her and he came over a lot. So, um, like I said, I'm sure that was annoying for both roommates, but the second one took it a lot better and was way more understanding. Um, yeah so I just I did not like not being left alone with my boyfriend but obviously I had to make do with that situation and um yeah random roommates they they're not bad they're not bad and one thing I will say about the boyfriend situation I think I was really spoiled because my boyfriend went to a separate college um like 45 minutes away from me and anytime I had visited and he was a year older than me so I would go down my senior year of high school way before I was in college and anytime I went down his roommate would leave the room for the night and give us like space to be alone because he knew we were far away and he understood that and he was just really cool so I thought that was just roommate etiquette that that was a thing and obviously that's not true and I get that like I need to respect my roommate's space too and but you know she never said anything and that was the annoying thing it was so passive aggressive it was never like hey Isabel like I don't want your boyfriend coming over like that was never said and if it had been I would have figured something else out so that was real real annoying I will have to say anyways I just thought that was roommate etiquette but apparently it is not um, moral of the story is do not room with people you are best friends with when you go off to college. Um, trust me on that one. Then we have my second year of college and that was a doozy too. I again lived with one of my best friends and actually it was like my college best friend at the time. I spent all of my time with her and I've spoken about her in a previous podcast, the one that I called a cult leader. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Anyways, I decided to live with her because, you know, I I, I basically lived in her dorm. I was like, I feel like we already lived together. I spent so much time in her dorm avoiding my old roommate and again she was one of my best friends and then my other roommate we were really good friends but we weren't best friends and I think that saved us that really did save us and now she is my best friend and we remain best friends to this day so Allie if you're listening I love you You, and you should probably be on this podcast (laughs) anyways um so yeah two really good friends living with me and I was super excited about it we were super excited to decorate because we were finally out of the dorms we have all this space to ourselves well then we're reminded that we go to CU Boulder and rent is fucking through the fucking roof and we're paying $780 a month for this shit townhouse um one of my friends she wasn't even what you could consider living in a room (laughs) It was basically like a storage closet, but she paid less rent, so she was fine with it. Um, I think she ended up really hating it, though, and hating us, but that's okay. Um, so it worked out with the one, like I had mentioned. Um, Allie and I got so close, and she will be on the podcast soon. Um, but the other, the one that I was best friends with prior, that fell through literally first semester as well. Um, I had 
I remember I got her a Christmas present for December and I just never gave it to her because our friendship went off the fucking deep end. Um, it was the pettiest environment I've ever lived in. Even more petty than the freshman year roommate, which is saying a lot. For example, this is my, my favorite story from this year of college. So, my other roommate, um, Allie, <laughs> she had been using the other girl's laundry detergent because she just I mean it was in the common area so she just assumed like we would take turns restocking the laundry detergent and it wasn't any big deal so she was using it and it wasn't like she was hiding it or anything she would use it out in the open no problem um well this was um (laughs) the other roommate's laundry detergent and she started to complain to me about it really nastily too like just always talking shit about it it was clearly bothering her so much and I would always tell her like oh like yeah that's annoying you know trying to sympathize even though I didn't care and I didn't think it was a big deal and I was like you should tell her like if it's bothering you that much that's always what I say you should tell her you should tell her you should tell her so one night we're doing homework at the dinner table like in the living room and Allie went to go to laundry and she used the laundry detergent right in front of the other roommate and the other roommate she meant to text me um like oh my god she's using my laundry detergent rolling eyes and I think she said a cuss word in it too if I can remember correctly I wish I still had the text but she didn't send it to me she sent it to Allie oh my god the look of terror on her face she looked across from me and she was like I, she whispered, like mouth whispered, I just sent that to Allie. And I'm looking at Allie and she hasn't checked her phone. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm just sitting in the corner. I'm not even looking at the other roommate anymore. I'm like, oh, my God, this is your fucking problem. I have nothing to do with this whatsoever. I use fucking Tide Pods. I don't even know how to use detergent. And Allie um, finally reads it. And she comes back in the room. And Allie, like, you should be scared of her. Like, if she's mad at you it is the worst time of your life because I think I thought I was confrontational no she is confrontational like if she'll obviously admit when she does something wrong but she didn't do anything wrong clearly um she was just a total misunderstanding and it could have been solved by this like weeks ago if the other roommate had just brought it up to her that she was having an issue with it or whatever and Allie comes in she goes what the fuck like why why did you text me this and the other roommate just straight up goes i meant to text isabel that and i was like ooh, probably should have led with a diff Ooh. so i'm looking at her and i'm like dude Allie, i don't fucking know and then so finally um the other roommate tells her she goes you know it's really bothering me and all this stuff and Allie's like well why didn't you fucking tell me that like i have money like i I don't mind getting my own. I just figured it was a common thing. Again, this could have been solved with such an easy conversation, but it was not. And so that was hilarious. And then the next day, we're all hanging out the dinner table again. And Allie comes back and she's holding, she she had gone out to Walmart or something. She's holding laundry detergent and then just slams it on the desk in front of the other roommate. And she goes, there you go and walks away and i never loved Allie more in that moment because she really could not give a fuck like she was like you're fucking dumb why couldn't you just have a conversation with me like an adult the adult that's that we're supposed to be um yeah that was crazy and eventually Allie and i both started having problems with her 
and she just stopped contributing. So she had the lower bathroom to herself. She would never fill it with toilet paper or soap. She would like hide it in her room. We were like, that's, we don't even know if she was using soap. Like we were really nervous for her and for other people were like, ew, that's really disgusting. Anyways, she was basically like hiding everything. Um, so that was really great. Thanks a lot, lady. Um, yeah, that was such a shit show, and it's so sad, because I really thought we were going to be BFFs forever, and that was proved very wrong, um, but anyways, I ended up living with Allie again, and I have not regretted it, and she's just so easy to live with, we're very communicative with each other, and she's also my best friend, so she's probably the only person that I would ever want to live with ever again, but she, she rocked, she rocked. So our third year, Allie and I moved in with five other people into one house, and you would probably think, wow, that's a lot of people in one house, but it was cheap as hell, way cheaper for Boulder. We were only paying like 530. We each had our own room. Um, it was very spacious, um, and there was just tons of space, tons of space, and, it was with girls that we knew from our freshman year like we were friends with them not best friends with them but we were all really good friends and we figured it would be fine and then we had one random roommate and we had met this random roommate prior to living with her to make sure that she was a viable candidate and not crazy um and so we met her and we loved her we were like oh she'll be such a good fit with our group of friends it's gonna be great um at first like the house was so fun to decorate we we each all contributed furniture it worked out super well we would have bachelor nights and sometimes watch movies together we were always talking to one another we really didn't have any problems but then because there's always a then and these are the same people i lived with my fourth year but i'll get into that so i never knew how dirty and gross women could be okay the dirt and grime and hair and just stuff everywhere you don't even want to know like you do not want to know and no one but me and like sometimes other people really took the effort to clean like anytime I was in the kitchen I would sweep or dust the countertops or clean the oven because that's just me I like cannot not have a clean kitchen it really grosses me out it gives me the ick and otherwise they just really did not care for example my fourth year of living with them because it was covid like i wasn't out the house a ton and i'll go into that later but um i came back and the kitchen was a fucking pigsty i've never seen it that bad in my life i literally don't don't know how he didn't have rats or anything crawling around or cockroaches or maggots or something disgusting because that's how bad it was i still have a video of it i actually cried on the phone to my boyfriend at the time about how disgusted i was and how i was literally about to throw up so that's how bad it, it would get and like i said i'm a pretty clean person but this was filth like i've never fucking seen before and it was just disgusting and that continued through the next year now mostly all of my roommates were nice i actually never really had a problem with any other roommate actually that i can recall that year except for the random roommate and that was unfortunate because i was like fuck i had such a good experience with my one random roommate and that was she made me never want to live with anyone else again and i'll go into that um 
yeah so we you know we'd be really nice we would leave out like pastries and cookies for each other we would have parties it was we had a Halloween party one year it was fun um but to say um we did have a very small kitchen space like for such a big house it was a very small kitchen space so it was really hard when we were all hungry at the same time which we usually were because our classes kind of ended all at the same time um for example one time I was cutting things I was chopping a vegetable of some sort and the random roommate came up to me and she literally pulled the drawer out from behind me the the drawer that was in front of me she pulled the drawer into me and i i wish you could see my face it's i'm trying to reenact the face that i made and i was holding a knife too and i was like this bitch just made a very dangerous move like if i wasn't sane i would have shanked her right then and there that's i was so pissed and it was like eight in the morning i was like can you not fucking wait till i'm done buttering my bagel or whatever the hell i was doing i was like this is horrid so that yeah that was kind of my last straw for her actually no there were plenty others before that but to get into her my random roommate was a total psycho and you might hate me for saying that but it's very true it's so much different it's hard to be sympathetic to someone who does have mental health issues when you are actually living with that person and their actions are directly affecting you and I was unfortunately the roommate that was living right next to her so I got I felt the direct brunt of all of this um obviously I am sympathetic to you know what she's going through and I really hope she gets help but the way that it was handled was so horrific and very it deteriorated our environment and our men- our own mental health it was just horrible um for example she thought people were stalking her we've ha- we had the cops come to our house a multitude of times um she blamed us for calling them and said that they weren't real and that they were paid actors um one when we were moving out of our house you know after senior year I started taking all of my kitchen stuff home because I was not living there anymore and she got pissed at me for bringing my own stuff home and I was like what the uh, what like we're moving what I'll never for the life of me understand that um she bought a dog even though in our roommate agreement we said you know no one's allowed to have a dog um it peed all over our carpet it was not a friendly dog it would bite it would howl it was really bad so now that carpet permanently smells of dog pee among other things um what else i don't know you just know that you're the problem when all of the issues are surrounding you okay she made moving out of that house a nightmare she didn't get her stuff until the final day just because she wanted to freak us out um she blocked us on everything prior to moving out um one of my roommates had to reach out to her over linkedin and over linkedin she called my roommate a fucking bitch and she's like the nicest person in the world it was so fucking crazy the fact that we had to message her on linkedin to get a hold of her to get her shit craziness okay i just want you to know craziness it was so bad that I had to put a lock on my door at one point. Like, I paid money to get a lock on my door because she terrified me. And prior to that, I would stack, like, my desk chair and my vacuum and, like, various other objects on top because I always thought she was going to come in and kill me, which was uh, literally entirely possible. And like I said, there was obviously mental health stuff going on, but it is very hard when it's directly impacting you. And I just, I was very difficult 
very, very difficult. Now, from this experience, all I know is that passive aggressiveness really ruins all things, particularly roommate situations. And you have to have very good lines of communication to avoid that toxicity and those really negative tensions. So I really recommend confronting your roommates before you hit your breaking point or you start building resentment towards that person. Um, I would usually recommend at first sending very polite texts, you know, asking for changes, maybe having like roommate meetings or something for everyone to get their shit together. And normally I would receive a positive response for this, but unfortunately not a lot of change would result from that. Like there was no follow through, um, especially when it came to the cleaning. Um, If you want to hear a really passive aggressive story though, my friend Shelby, shout out Shelbs, one of her roommates, no joke, was so passive aggressive that she would put sticky notes on things and oh my god, I think one of them was like, this is my salt or don't touch my shit. I don't know. She was crazy. She put sticky notes on shit. It was, it was wild. I need her to tell that story. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely recommend having a conversation. Now, to be fair, I don't care if your bedroom is dirty, like that's your own personal space, do what you want with it, but it's basic humanity to leave communal spaces clean, okay? Particularly the kitchen, because that's so disgusting, and, The messes, like I said, they just really get to me. I don't know how that doesn't bother other people when they're living in that environment as well. And they always would seem to conveniently leave messes when they were gone for the weekend or whatever. And so, of course, they knew that I was going to clean it up because they bothered me that much. So that was really, it was just a very frustrating thing to deal with. And I understand, like, people grow up differently and you know, the houses they lived in and the way that they lived surely influenced how they lived with other people. And maybe they haven't cleaned before. Like, maybe they haven't taken out the dishes or taken out the trash or whatever. For example, I had never done laundry before I left for college. Like, that was never something we did. So, that was something I had to learn to do. Like, I get it. Housing environments are different. But please, it's just basic courtesy to take care of things when they look necessary. Like when there's a fucking mess, when there's alcohol everywhere, when the floors are sticky, when the trash is full, when the toilet paper is out. Like, please, come on. Why do I have to explain this to anyone, okay? I shouldn't have to do that. Like, you would think because people are adults, they should just know these things, but I don't know. I have to pick and choose my battles, I guess. Um, I will say I've never lived with a boyfriend, but my long distance ex, um, I essentially lived there because I would literally go there for weeks because school was online during COVID and it was so doable and flights were cheap. So I would stay at his house for like a month living with him and it was pretty easy. Um, I will say he was pretty gross though because he's a guy, but I mean, that's kind of expected with the male territory. Um, I will say it's pretty hard for me in the future to ever live with a dirty partner, Um, but we can talk about that in a different episode. I just know that things can really make or break relationships when living with a significant other, but I will say we did a pretty decent job. Um, Obviously, we broke up, so maybe not that good of a job, but you know, that's a different story. Anyways, um, yeah, I 
honestly would also recommend that it's really good to create ground rules or like a contract that everyone has to sign all of your roommates that way you're able to reference that in the future if any problems arise because that really holds people accountable and it really truly will mitigate your issues for example when the random roommate brought her dog we were like look bitch um section 27c says right here you're not allowed to have a dog ma'am like who would buy a dog knowing that you're not allowed to have one like you're giving yourself a hard time and now this poor dog doesn't have a home and that's no one else's fault but yours ma'am oh my god she she was something else that's really all i have to say i will say there's obviously advantages to having roommates like it's great to have people to talk to and hang out with and do things with um go to the bars with whatever um for example like again Allie was a great roommate anytime I would have a problem or like a fight with my boyfriend I would come crying into her room and she was always there for me um she always had stuff when I needed it um she was always could give me a ride when I needed it that bitch is a friend for life and that was because we lived together and we've really been through it with each other so yeah um miss her love her now she has a significant other though so she'll probably never live with me again it's okay it's sad though anyways um i just want to point out moral of this story probably you shouldn't live with people you're best friends with but you know random roommates can suck too so pick your poison and just you you may also be realizing from listening to this that you're that you're the shitty roommate and in that case do something about it because it i mean I really tried to actively change after my freshman year. I was like, I have to be a better person because that's not the person I want to be. That's not the impression I want to leave. And I really made an effort to do that. Regardless, though, my experiences have made me want nothing more than to live by myself with no roommates, mostly because I am one of those people. I don't know what happened there. Oh my gosh, I just burped. I apologize. Anyways, I am one of those people who is anally clean so i just i would need things to be clean and uh, clearly women can't do that so maybe i should live with a man if i ever have a roommate again but we'll see um the only downfall to this being sole responsibility to pay rent because rent is fucking expensive and um i'm not looking forward to paying fifteen hundred dollars a month to live by myself but but I think it might be worth the cost high key. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a bit long, long long-winded, so I'm proud of you if you made this, made it through this. I'm honestly proud of me for even filming this because I'm filming this the night before and I get my wisdom teeth out today. I get them out this morning, so I'm going to be a fucking wreck. I'm going to look like a chipmunk for five days. Um, I'm super anxious. I hate pain. I literally just took a Valium so that it, I won't have, I, I'll be less anxious going in, but I really don't know. So wish me luck. I'm absolutely terrified. And until next time, I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. And you know the fucking drill. It's ginger, spice, and everything nice. Bye, guys.